presented by Facebook. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghun Munavalan. It's Thursday. Today's show, what you need to know about Biden's student loan plan. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. You probably heard the news by now that President Joe Biden announced a plan to cancel ten or $20,000 worth of student debt depending on your income level and loans. Uh, Michael Stratford, Politico's education reporter, has been following this for a while and is here to talk about it. Michael, how's it going? How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's been a busy, busy 24 hours of student loan news. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, you've been kind of at this from the beginning, so a busy day for you. Uh, so let's go through the parameters here. Uh, it's $10,000 if you make less than $125,000 as an individual or two fifty dollars in a family. Uh, you can cancel up to $20,000 worth of debt if you receive a Pell Grant. Is there anything else that came through that we might have missed? Th- those are the big criteria. Uh, the White House says that this debt relief package is going to make $43 million uh, Americans potentially eligible for relief. For a lot of them, that's the 10,000 level. But for 27 million Americans who received a Pell Grant to go to college, they will be eligible to receive that higher amount, up to $20,000 of debt cancellation. And in all, 20 million Americans, the White House says, will be eligible to have their debt completely eliminated. The student loan cancellation got a lot of attention today, but another thing sort of flying under the radar is the Biden administration's longer-term plan Mm. for how to structure the student loan system going forward. We know even after canceling this large chunk of debt, there is still going to be some borrowers who have debt remaining and, of course, borrowers taking out debt in the future. So what the administration is proposing is a new, more generous income-based repayment program Mm. that would impose a cap of 5% of your discretionary income for monthly payments and allow you to more easily have your debt forgiven after after 10 or 20 years, depending on how much debt you have. Um, so that's sort of the longer-term vision for how the administration sees uh, overhauling the student loan system. And then, of course, the other big news is that uh, all federal student loan borrowers will be able to have a, another reprieve on their on their debts. They won't have to start re- making payments until the beginning of, of 2023 because the Biden administration is further extending for a fifth time that they say is the final time the moratorium on federal student loan payments and interest. Uh, you mentioned this 43 million students number. One of the first pushbacks I saw was that this plan should have been more targeted toward, you know, whether it was people with lower income or people who specifically needed more relief in their student debt. And I'm just curious, you know, one of the arguments I saw the other way coming from the Biden administration is that, hey, look, we're also starting repayments in January. This kind of balances it out. Yeah, that's the, the argument that the administration is making, especially on concerns that this would be inflationary. They say that Mm -hmm. the administration come January for the first time in nearly three years at that point, the education department will be collecting billions of dollars in payments a month and that that will offset any inflationary impact of canceling student debt across the board for these, these borrowers. There are some some Democratic economists who disagree with that, including most prominently Larry Summers this week. Um, Republicans obviously disagree with that. 
but we will we will have to see. Uh, one question I had when I saw this come through is um, why right now? You know, is this something that the White House has been debating for a while, but they only re- recently came to a consensus on? You know, what changed, if anything, that made this moment the moment? Yeah. So as, as you'll recall, this is something that the president talked about on the campaign trail in 2020 and endorsed the idea of $10,000 per borrower. Um, but since taking office, um, this has been really the internal policy debate uh, that's gone on and on uh, for mm-hmm. months and more than a year without any resolution. There were competing and diverging viewpoints within the administration over the wisdom of, of doing this. But at the same time, you had this drumbeat of support from progressives, from civil rights organizations from the outside who were demanding some type of action. So I think it was only a matter of time that the administration was going to have to come up with an answer at some point on this issue of student debt relief. Uh, And the the reality is that the conversations, as we understand them, um, have largely centered around this idea of $10,000, which is the the number that then-candidate Biden talked about. And they've obviously looked at various permutations and uh, different mm-hmm. proposals over the, over the months, and and got to this ten thousand plus twenty thousand for some subset of borrowers with Pell grants. But I think the combination of the pressure on the administration to m- make good on its campaign promise, especially as it heads into the midterm elections this fall, um, combined with the fact that the administration was having to figure out how to restart payments for mm. all borrowers. Uh, in the coming months, and this is a this is a way, in in their view, to sort of soften the the blow of that. Uh, I assume that Democrats in tough races have immediately started campaigning on this. Yeah, so so Democrats by and large today pr- uh, praised the plan. Uh, even those who had called for more said that this was a pretty big deal, mm. and they supported the president in doing this, even if they maybe want to see more relief more forgiveness down the line. There were some notable exceptions. Michael Bennett of Colorado, for instance, who's been critical of the idea of broad-based debt cancellation, said that he thought it mm. should be more targeted. He's up for re-election uh, in Colorado. Uh, but the, at the same time, you have Senator Raphael Warnock, uh, who's up for re-election in Georgia, who has been a key voice lobbying the president on this issue publicly and mm. privately and really making it one of his central issues as he campaigns in Georgia. Um, so the spectrum of reactions um, runs the gamut in the, in the Democratic Party a little bit. And I suspect that we'll see that trend uh, play out, uh, that candidates in, in different types of districts react differently to, to this plan. Yeah. What about the GOP? I'm curious if, if that wide range of responses is also similar on the GOP side. Not quite. Uh, there were mm. <laughs> there were no real surprises on the Republican surprise side. Um, the GOP is almost uniformly opposed to this idea of widespread loan forgiveness. They say it is too costly for taxpayers, isn't fair to borrowers who didn't repay the, who repaid their loans, or isn't fair to borrowers who didn't ever attend colleges. Uh, Senator Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader called it a slap in the face to those Americans today. And they've also made the argument that this plan is illegal and could be stopped Mm. in the courts. Um, And from a macroeconomic uh, level, they're concerned that it will further exacerbate inflation. And you can be sure that 
is the Biden administration moves to implement this plan in the in the coming months, which will be a huge task for the education department. Uh, Republicans will be watching very closely and scrutinizing it um, and potentially with the the power to oversee and investigate the the plan if they're in control of Congress next year. Michael Stratford, Politico's education reporter. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 3.45 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will depart the White House to head to Montgomery County, Maryland. There, he'll participate in a DNC reception and DNC rally. At 8.25, Biden will return to the White House. Vice President Kamala Harris has nothing on her public schedule. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 12.45. The House and the Senate are out today. All right, for more news, what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munavalin. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook is taking action to keep its platform safe. In the last six years, Facebook spent over $16 billion, enough to build seven pro stadiums, all to help create safer connections. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action.